You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is another Astros podcast. Looking at a confident man on the mound right now. Whoever wasn't standing before is standing now. Giles set. Here's the 0-2. Swing and a miss. Struck him out on a slider. And that is the ball game. The Houston Astros take game one of the series from the Yankees. Winning tonight 2-1. They end the Yankees' win streak at nine games. Ken Giles striking out the side in an overpowering ninth inning. Pleased to be joined now by our Minute Maid player of the game down in the Astros' dugout. Astros' Ken Giles struck out the side in the ninth inning to get his third save of the year. That had to feel good. A great start to a big series against the Yankees. Oh, that was an absolute dominating game. Everybody was locked in today. We took advantage of our situations, and uh, everybody came on top. You have both of your pitches working to that extreme, not only with the velocity and all that stuff, but also with the movement, the late movement on your slider. I mean, you look unhittable tonight. Yeah, man, I've just been working really hard on that slider lately. I can't can't tell how hard it's been uh, for this first month to get that slider going, but it feels really good to finally get it going. When, when do you know that your slider is good? Like, is there is there a certain key for you when you know your, your slider is where you want it to be? Uh, not really, man. I just got to, when I'm warming up, I just got to trust my stuff. Whatever I got in that pen, I got to work with in the game. So anything I, that works, I got to make it work out there. But luckily it was, going, it was on, so I took advantage of it. Hey, last thing, Ken. You guys are in the, the clubhouse for the first few innings of the ball game. You late relievers. What's it like watching some of the starting pitchers for the Astros dominate? Uh, it just it makes me jealous. All these K's they're getting, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I need some K's on my side, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there and do my job, no matter what the situation is. But it's unbelievable what these guys can do. Hey, Ken Giles, congrats on the save and on the team win. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thank you guys. Welcome back to Astro Launch. This is Steve Sparks with AJ Hinch, the manager of the Astros, before the second game of this four-game series with the Yankees. Great win yesterday. Close it out with Ken Giles. He looked great. He did. It's as confident as we've seen this season, certainly. And, and, you know, I joke with the media after the game that I wanted somebody to ask me a question about him because we only <laughs> talk about him when something bad goes happen. Um, and he's been exceptional the last few outings, six or seven outings in a row, where he's been dominant and, and extra dominant last night with, with a powerful fastball and a really good slider and three strikeouts. Tell me about from the time Ken Giles shows up to spring training after a, a tough postseason for him to where he is right now and how – you wanted to kind of massage him, getting that confidence back. Yeah, no, I just wanted to put him in a position to be successful, and and sometimes that's physically against certain hitters. Sometimes it's mentally just getting him in a good place. And, and you know, we've worked hard to establish that he is our guy. We somebody that we're going to turn to with the game on the line, and certain matchups didn't favor him early, and I didn't want him to take a step backwards and, and, and have a rough patch if I had some options that, that lined up a little better for Davinsky or maybe even Peacock. So... Um, we eased him into the season a little bit, and, and you can see when, when we got him focused on execution, um, being the aggressor in the strike zone, he's got a demeanor that, that's, that screams closer. Yeah. Um, and when that combines with, with execution and, and we get outings like last night, we see why he's one of the best in the business. When I'm thinking about his thought process at the beginning of the season, after especially the way he pitched in the second half last year, I'm thinking, why am I not closing? 
What kind of conversations did you have to have with him? Well, I, two things. I think one is, you know, we're in this for the long haul, and so it, it, every single uh, save opportunity is not necessarily lined up for him. And I, and I told him that. I said, we have an exceptional bullpen. I have one of the best relievers getting left-handed hitters out in Chris Davinsky. I have, you know, Hector Rondon, who we signed, is closed, and, and Brad Peacock, who closed in the World Series, and and Will Harris, who was an all-star as a, as a part-time closer. So I had to, had to get him to understand that, it is a team effort. It is a group effort. The long season, and at the end, he's going to be there um, and going to get most of the saves. But uh, we were going to spread it out a little bit early on to ensure that we had the proper matchups, and he bought into that. And then on top of that, you know, convincing him to pitch up in the strike zone has been something that, mm-hmm. that we've focused on in the last couple seasons. With, that, with the fastball he has, he's always been taught down, down, down. Right. Uh, when his fastball gets hit, it's often down. It's rarely up. And so... Um, one week, once we incorporated that, and I told him he'd earned our trust to, to have the ball, and he's going to get it. All right, I saw Aaron Judge was not in the lineup yesterday, and immediately started thinking about you and how you probably processed that information, how you wanted to attack that, possibly with the pitch hit situation. Sure, yeah, you've always got to pay attention that he could be there in the biggest spot if that's bringing in certain pitchers that are going to come in and, and, and pitch hit opportunities. You also look at the lineup. I know potentially that's going to be somewhere in the six through nine. You know, spots. He's never going to pinch hit for anybody at the top of the order. So, uh, but he's looming over there when, when you yeah. have a big presence like that, similar to how we had when Altuve or Springer or somebody has a day off. So, um, you know, knowing that is one of the reasons that Brad Peacock was the choice as we got towards the bottom of the order, just in case they pinch hit him. I had him up for Torres. I didn't bring him in in case uh, Judge was going to pinch hit for Torres. I had him up for Romine in case Judge pinch hit. Sure, sure enough, he did as the tying run. So we had the matchup we wanted. Uh, but it impacts the decision on, on who you want to face him because immediately when I go to the pen, he's probably going to go to the bench and get one of the best players in the game. Six times through your starting rotation, and it's been borderline ridiculous, including Charlie Morton last night. Uh, so many of these games, they're taking these no-hitters into the fifth inning. It's mm-hmm. got to happen at some point, doesn't it? Well, they're hard to hit, <laughs> and it's hard to, I mean, it's, it's hard to get through lineups you know, multiple times, and, and, and it's asking a lot to assume that someone's going to get a no-hitter. Right. but. Uh, we are carrying it pretty deep, and I think it speaks to their stuff. But um, I don't think our, our guys get enough credit for the execution of what they're doing. They're yeah. doing exactly what they want, and that creates some some issues for the hitter. But um, sure, I mean, go deep in this. Get deep, deeper in the game it gets, the more nervous I probably get because you know pitch counts and long term health yeah, and, and issues. I got decisions to make. Yeah. But um, similar to, to what I say every day, when we're coming into the next day, and today's Justin Verlander's day, we're rolling out a pretty good starting pitcher. All right, AJ, thank you, and keep it going. You got it, Sparky. Back with more Astro Launch right after this. The Houston Astros Radio Network. 3-1, and Springer drills this one pretty deep to left center field, and you can kiss that one goodbye. Robert Ford, Steve Sparks. This is big boy baseball. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Welcome back. Robert Ford joined by Astros outfielder Derek Fisher. Got off to a slow start this season, but swinging the bat a lot better of late. Home run on on Saturday, uh, four hits in, in your last eleven at bats. Are you feeling pretty good at the plate right now? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm feeling a lot better. I'm um, just getting into the cage and just going through the games of the of the adjustments I need to make, and um, and I'm and I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job of it. Now I know talking with you during spring training, you worked a lot with mm-hmm. uh, Jeff Albert, who was the minor league hitting coordinator, now right. uh, assistant hitting coach here at the big league level. Uh, what were some of the things that you guys worked on this offseason that you're trying to carry over into well, the year? Well, it was just um, it was just just getting a good routine um, to be ready every day, and I think that uh, and I did a really good job of that. And it was just me being able to bring it over into the game. Um, 
And, and like I said, I feel like I've been doing a lot better job of that. So just being able to have an everyday routine of just to being ready uh, for every single night, um, regardless whether it's from pitch one or um, or it's coming in later in the game, but just to be ready and, 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 and just being able to transfer that to the game. Do you, is it tough sometimes to stick with some of those adjustments when you get off to a slow start like you did? Well, I think a lot of it is just in-game at bats. Uh, mm. Nothing is going to be more glaring than, um, than than a swing you take in the box that doesn't feel right. And um, and I feel like the more that you take of those, uh, rather than, than, than being down and getting on yourself about it, it's more along the lines of just adjusting um, in-game. And, um, and that's what makes... Um, a lot of my teammates, the best in the game, is is they're so good at being able to to make in-game adjustments, and that's exactly where I want to be. Now, you you came up to the big leagues, a, a pretty highly talented prospect, but you've been in a position since you've been with the Astros. You haven't been asked to to carry the the. The, the load and that that has to really make a difference for a player like you as you continue to get acclimated in the big leagues I mean without a doubt man it's this team's uh, it's pretty special to be a part of I mean you've got you've got future Hall of Famers um, in every room so I think that uh, being able to, to be around these guys and being able to pick their brains and just watch what they do every day um, not even vocally but just physically watching what they do every day to get ready for a game because they've been doing it for a long time and there's there's a there's a pretty good reason why you were on the postseason roster last year, and you came up with one of the biggest plays in the World Series, Game 5, pinch running for Brian McCann and scoring on Alex Bregman's walk-off single in, in the in the 10th inning. What were those moments like for you? Because in the World Series you, and in the postseason, you knew you were pretty much going to be used as a, as a pinch runner. Those are pretty pressure-packed situations. Yeah, man, I think a lot of it, too. A lot of it goes to the coaching staff, man. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is it's just being ready for that time. And, and, and there's so much going on in a game, and there's mm-hmm. so many different pieces being played, especially in the World Series now when you're when you're dealing in, in, in L.A. With, with double switches and what may, yeah. may have you. But um, it, it made me think about the game a lot more than I yeah. ever have. And that's something that, that a coaching staff an individual person can tell you about but but you personally have got to learn how to do it and and I can say that it took me a little bit to learn those things but um, as time went on I was able to look ahead and being able to to play the game in my head a little bit not relying on a on a manager or a, or a bench coach to tell me when or when I have to be ready I got to be ready on my own all right so game for the World Series 10th inning you, I assume you were told beforehand you were going to pinch run for McCann What's going through your mind as you're getting ready and you go out to the field yeah. to, to get into the game? I mean, first and foremost, I mean, there was two outs. So I, I didn't want to let that get in the way of the fact that the second the ball is put in play, I'm just running. So um, for me, it was just uh, it was just to be able to calm it down a little bit. But again, I think a lot of it was I was I was ready because I knew at some point in that inning I was going to go and, and pinch run. So again, that was something that, that helped me because I was ready before the time even presented itself. And, and a lot of that goes to the coaching staff and the guys I was able to talk to during the World Series and even right now. Going from second to home on that, was everything just a blur or is it one of those things where you see all these different details really clearly? No, no, I felt like I was running underwater. I felt like that was the slowest <laughs> ever run in my life, and, and, and I couldn't get to home fast enough. And um, I don't even remember uh, seeing Gary. I don't remember seeing anybody else. And, and what's pretty cool about it is everybody will say the same thing. There's so many different times where you just black out during the during the postseason where, where you're doing things you don't even know. So pretty much just don't miss third and touch on plate <laughs> yeah definitely don't miss their or home Derek Fisher thanks so much for joining us and continued success awesome thank you and Derek Fisher is going to pinch run for Brian McCann at second base there you go first appearance in the World Series for Fisher first pitch 
And Alex lines this in the left center field. That's a base hit. Fisher around third and coming home. Ethier up with the baseball. The throw to the plate. Not in time. Astros win. Astros win. Alex Bregman comes through with a walk-off RBI single. And the Astros win 13-12 in 10. They lead the World Series three games to two. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network.